topics that concern your life, your community, and your safety. This is 5-0 Info on Arizona's news station, KTAR News 92.3 FM. Here's what you need to know. Hello and welcome to 5-0 Info, and I'm your host, Lieutenant Vince Lewis, with the Phoenix Police Public Affairs Bureau. Once again, we're coming to you from police headquarters in downtown Phoenix. And I'm joined today by our newest digital media specialist, Yatsi Medina. Welcome, Yatsi. Thank you for having me. It's a great name. Yes. You, you probably hear that a lot. <laughs> yes, I hear a lot of board game jokes, like Uh-oh. Monopoly. It probably gets old. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, Yatsi, one of your primary responsibilities is to help produce uh, digital content for our social media pages. Um, we're going to talk about a recent uh, post that you put out there that kind of got a lot of traction. It was um, an assignment that we put you on. Uh, to go out and meet Officer Morgan Bullis, who was in a critical incident uh, back in March, and she returned to work. And this was your uh, one of your first big projects to go out there and, and cover. Um, just to give a little bit of details on what we're talking about, uh, we released information immediately following that incident back in March. Uh, the details were that Officer Bullis was responding to in her patrol car in her police Tahoe to a call of what was reported to be a hit-and-run collision near 11th Avenue in Atlanta in South Phoenix. As she arrived, the suspect shot at her with a rifle. Uh, Officer Bullis sustained injuries to her hip and her face. Uh, The suspect was uh, located soon after and arrested. After three months of recovery, she put on the uniform and reported for duty once again. Uh, And Yatsi, you met her at the station before her shift. Yes. Uh, Walk us through that experience. Well, first of all, I was very grateful that I was given the opportunity to tell her story, especially because it's a big deal. She was coming back after three months, so we wanted to make sure we covered that and talked to her, and it was wonderful meeting her, hearing her story, hearing her experience, and the fact that she was willing to share that was amazing, and it was just great hearing her feelings coming back for the very first time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a harrowing experience to be sure. Um, uh, tell us a little bit more about the interview. Yeah, so um, we sat down with her. It was her first day. We followed her around, you know, her putting her vest on for the very first time, talking, meeting with, with her squad. It was it was a great experience to see, and she actually talked about her feelings coming back. Okay, so we have some of that audio we're going to play. Yes. Today I'm excited because it's kind of a step in the right direction. It was an injury that I couldn't control. Um, somebody else controlled for me. So coming back, it was a lot of work, and I'm happy to be here. Yeah, uh, sure. She's very happy to be back. Um, what other kind of uh, uh, feelings did she express? Well, from the beginning, I for me, it was very surprising that she actually talked about, you know, the day after the incident, she was ready to come back. Mm-hmm. And she was healing, but she was ready to be back on patrol. And one of the main things that she talked about was because she wasn't able to control that injury, um, she felt the need to come back. So it wasn't her choice. So she felt that need to be back um, patrolling the streets. And she actually talked about her feelings about once she got cleared, how emotional it was for her and how exciting it was for her to be back. So once she was cleared by medical staff yes. and returned to work? Okay, yes. let's hear that. When I got cleared on Monday, I was super excited. I could probably cry a little bit. But it was like, I could only take things appointment to appointment. So it wasn't like a well, can I come back next week and try again? It was, you have to wait four weeks and then go from there. So it was an excitement. Exciting exciting end to a long road of uh, physical therapy, recovery, and probably getting mentally prepared for that whole thing and missing what was going on because the squad develops a tight bond 
as a, a team when you go out there and you, and, and you do what we do every day. So I, I'd imagine she missed that. Yes, very much so. And I got to see her interact with her squad for the very first time, and they were all very excited to have her. And they just welcomed her in and, you know, made sure she was okay, made sure that she was comfortable. Everyone was talking to her. One of her squad mates actually got her some like a gift coming back so I got to capture that too which was amazing and then just their interactions like they're one big family and you can tell she was very missed. Yeah, did she comment on that? Yes, she did. She actually talked about the feelings of seeing them and what they mean to her. My squad's like family so I know they always have my back to seeing them in one place again back on patrol like I know no matter what they have my back and I have their back so it was an excitement coming in this morning. What a great experience to have that tight of a group and a, and, a, and a team to come back to to welcome her. And um, Happy that you were there to capture that. Did, um, did you talk at all about what kind of drove her or what motivated her? Yeah, I actually asked her those questions because for me, especially hearing that the next day she was ready to come back and she was ready to, you know, be back patrolling the streets, it was for me very interesting to see why she had those feelings and the fact that she had a process, a very challenging process to heal. I mean, she talks about learning how to walk, learning how to run. So she talks about a lot about what kept her motivated, and a lot of that was just serving her community. What helped me maintain a positive attitude throughout it is knowing that people need me and I need them as much as they need me. Um, I just kept telling myself I have to try. If I don't keep trying, I'm never going to go anywhere. So I always kept trying. So from learning to rewalk again to running, it was a short three months, but a long three months. So I just had to keep trying to get better. For me, that was that was amazing to see that her motivation came from an incident that she was involved in, and it didn't scare her away. She still wanted to continue to serve her community. And that's what she missed the most. She really missed being out there, meeting people, talking to people, helping those that are in need. Um, so for me, that was that was so amazing to see, and she was very excited to be back on patrol, and she actually did discuss a lot about what she missed while she was gone. I missed the most while I was gone was probably being out in the community, trying to do better for the community, um, being that law enforcement that everybody wants. Um, they're always going to need us, whether they want us there or not, so it was just getting back out there and being somebody for somebody else. She sounds just uh, like a true inspiration. It, it, it really kind of reminds me of what uh, what drove me when I was a new officer, why I wanted to get, uh, you know, behind the badge and get out there and do some good. Um, did you kind of get that when you were talking to her? Yeah, for me, especially because I'm, it's my first time being involved with law enforcement, so a lot of people or ordinary people would be like, you know, she went through this very traumatizing incident and the fact that she's still willing to put herself out there after her life was, you know, at risk and that to me as a hero. You know, she's putting aside her fears and she's doing this because she really wants to help her community and she wants to be the voice and be there for others. So that w that's amazing for me to see. Yeah, she's, she's still pretty early in her career. Did she talk at all about what she wants to do, like next steps? Yeah, she, she seems still very motivated to stay in patrol, which you would think some other officer would or someone else would want to, you know, do something else or be a little bit more behind the scenes, but she wants to be out there. She wants to be serving her community. My goal is to kind of 
see where it goes from here. Obviously, I, I like patrol. I, I've only ever wanted to do patrol. I did detectives for a week, and I wasn't for me. I've done stuff at the uh, academy, which I love, but as of right now and moving forward for a few years, I'm definitely in love with patrol. I like patrolling because sometimes, and most of the times, police officers have to be a voice for people that can't be a voice. So not everybody can defend themselves and that's okay because we'll be there for them. So it's just getting back out there and helping the people that can't defend themselves. People can't stand up for themselves like children, uh, victims of domestic violence. So we're, we're talking with Yatsi Medina, our digital media specialist of public affairs, uh, about her interview with Morgan Bullis, the officer who recently returned to work after uh, a harrowing critical incident where she sustained serious injury. Um, her story is, it, it's really, it's, it's incredible and it's, it's inspirational, at least for any public servant anybody that's out there in the public safety field that you know we overcome a lot to just you know to go out there and be motivated stay motivated and do what we signed up to do um, she put herself out there she put herself in harm's way and we are all very thankful for her service and her sacrifice but she actually had a few people that she wanted to thank as well is that correct yes um main one of the main things that she wanted to get across is how thankful she was of the community and everybody you know the fellow officers and everyone that backed her up and gave her that support she was very grateful for it I would say thank you to everybody that supported me uh, especially the community the community helped that day a lot um, a lot of officers came out that day so I'm very thankful for everybody that was involved overall how uh, what was your impression she's an up-and-comer right she's a uh... She's a, a personality? Yeah, no, for sure. She she was very welcoming. I know we actually talked about it when, once I got there. I was like, I know it's a little awkward that I'm following you around with the camera, and it can be overwhelming because it was her very first date, but she was very happy. Um, her squad mates were also very welcoming, and they were very happy to see us there, and being able to just capture that that story in her very first day was amazing, and I'm very grateful that. Yeah, I, I can imagine that... that the temperature in the room they were probably giving her a lot of uh grief about being the subject of all that attention yes oh for sure um we definitely there were some people that were not happy to be on camera but we still got them on camera i mean they were they were okay with it they were trying to hide away from me but at the end of the day they were very happy to just be there and show the support that they had for her yeah it's the funny thing about uh those public servants especially you know all the heroic ones they don't want the attention yeah. And that's going to make your position that much more difficult, right? Yes. No, yeah. And I and I kept telling them, I was like, you want to be on camera. You're a hero. And, you know, and, you know, we were kind of trying to see who wanted to be on camera. But at the end of the day, everyone was there and everybody wanted to make sure that they were showing their support towards Morgan. Good. Great. So Officer Morgan Bullis back out on the street uh, doing good after facing a, a critical incident and, and recovery. So, um Yahtzee, I want to move into a little bit more specifics on your position as digital media specialist here with the Public Affairs Bureau. So you've been here for a hot minute. Uh, what do you think after coming from where you came from? Um, it's been very exciting. It's I've learned so much. Uh, I had never been in an environment working for law enforcement. Um, I have friends that are in law enforcement, but this has been very a very good experience for me and just getting to meet people and I'm a storyteller, so being able to capture people's stories and being able to share, you know, our fellow heroes' stories and what they have to tell, and there's a lot of things that the public doesn't get to see, so it's very amazing for me to be able to showcase, you know, their personalities, the things they like to do, 
these inspiring stories like Officer Bullis coming back. So I'm very excited to be a part of that. Yeah, definitely going to help uh, humanize the position. We definitely want to, uh, you know, put ourselves out there as the strong, uh, impenetrable uh, disposition, the professionals at all time. But you know, we're humans. We hire from the human race. That's who we recruit from. And really, that's what's underneath it. We're driven by that care, and hopefully uh, you're going to be able to capture a little bit about that. Do you have any big ideas of what you'd like to, to get done here? Is it too soon to say? Um, no, I have actually a lot. You know, I, I really, everyone has been very supportive, and everybody has been helping me with ideas, especially since I'm new, so with law enforcement. But, you know, also it, I think it's good me coming from the outside and not knowing much about law enforcement so I have a lot of questions that, with those questions, I want to create social posts and things so the public can get to know more our officers. Yeah, terrific. So anybody that's interested in learning more about uh, uh, our department or our social media uh, presence and profile and footprint reach, uh, where can they go? Um, yes, yeah, so we're on Facebook, we're on Instagram and Twitter. So they can go ahead and follow us at, at Phoenix Police and, you know, get to see our content and get to know our fellow officers and also not just our officers, but also the people that are behind the scenes and our civilian positions. Our social media presence is an opportunity for us to engage with the community, to put out some meaningful information. Uh, we do see some of the comments. It's not just a black hole of you know, uh, discussion where nothing really gets paid attention to, but uh, there are other places we want people to go to for public records or to request an officer. Obviously, that's not the place you go for a 911 emergency. Those are other places, but it really is just an opportunity for us to kind of show who we are and what we uh, intend to do as public servants. Yes, correct. Yes, so um, we're always willing to hear, and we, we would love to know what audience wants to see, so feel free to message us or leave any comments, and we'll be happy to cover those things. Excellent, great. Well, uh, Yatsi Medina, Digital Media Specialist, well, thank you for your time here. Uh, I want to thank Bonneville for the time as well. And visit us on our social. And we're, remember, we're all in this together, and be safe out there. You've been listening to 5-0 Info on Arizona's news station, KTAR News 92.3 FM. For more about Silent Witness, go to silentwitness.org. That's silentwitness.org. Or call 480-WITNESS. That's 480-948-6377.